0: What's up, everybody? I want to welcome you to Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I'm giving it to you straight out of God's word through practical and biblical conversations based on God's word, because it is the truth of God's word that sets you free and brings grace to every hear. This is Hope Lamberson, and you are listening to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I want to welcome you today, wherever you're listening from, to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. We simply give it to you straight out of God's Word through practical and biblical conversations, through guest interviews that is for sure going to enhance and change your life as you hear these guest interviews. Today, I have the none other privilege than welcoming to our podcast in mid month of June, Sherry Lynn Acala. I met Sherry Lynn through social media, and I can't wait to hear what she has to say to you guys on today podcast episode through many things that she has overcome and where she's going in her future. She is a true inspiration and a divine connection in my life. But before we get started on today's hashtag, you can do hard things, I like to take just a few minutes to kind of give you guys a bio, not just on how me and these friends of mine and these guest interviews met, but actually like their actual bio, who they are, where they come from. What are their goals and dreams? So Sherry Calla, she is a wife, a mom of three, and an entrepreneur. Her story actually began when she simply wanted to make an extra $100 to put towards her two girls dance class so they could do that. She was a stay-at-home mom on a tight budget, and she just wanted something more for her family. She branched out and started her business in 2015, and she had no idea it would not only change her life and her family's, but also her friends' lives as well. She simply took a step of faith and believed that she was created for more. She wanted to live more, give more, and save more. She says if you believe it and see it and pray for it and work for it, that anything is impossible. Sherry Lynn currently leads a multi-million dollar business and is passionate about empowering other women to rise up and pursue their dreams as well. Throughout her life, Sherry Lynn struggled with learning disabilities, battled an eating disorder and walked through many challenges as she began her first business as a stay-at-home mom. Through these challenges, she learned how to ditch the excuses regardless of what the situation looked like and dream anyway. Sherry Lynn also has a book that is being released called You Can Do Hard Things of August of 2020 this year, which is actually forwarded by Lisa Bevere. The book simply talks about have you ever fought as though you were in a hamster wheel of life that will never end? You are so consumed with all the demands of life that the last thing you can even focus on is yourself. Do you feel beat down, left out, and defeated? Well, she's here to tell you that you can do hard things. You're gonna want to make sure that you grab that copy in August. If you guys could please give it up for my dear friend Sherry Lynnakala, welcome her to the podcast. everybody and I want to welcome you to Straight Talk with Hope podcast. You guys, I am so excited to have a first time guest on tonight's recording episode. You are going to love her. She is actually a new friend of mine that I have met through social media. And before we get started with actually the story of how we met, Sherry Lynn, are you there right now? Yes. Hey friend. hey how are you doing I'm doing good (laughs) got all the kids to sleep (laughs) yes you are one step for sure ahead of me it seems like since our (laughs) summer over here down in Mississippi my boys go to bed at like eleven thirty every night and when you told me yours are going to bed at such a great hour I'm like <laughs> I'm not jealous at all
1: <laughs> oh. oh well they're probably one of my um you know I get her in bed but then she comes down for, you know, a snack, water, all the things the next hour, but hey, (laughs) at
0: least she's in bed sort of. (laughs) Yes, that is the best. I love that. Well, I am just so excited about you being on the podcast. And I wanted us to tell everybody kind of a little bit information on how you and I cross paths. And so Um, You know, it kind of, for me, it started all the way back in 2019 and I had just been praying specifically about just different things the Lord had put on my heart and just asking the Lord just for some new found Christian influence, women influencers, and um, what that kind of looked like for me to be able to connect with different people that God had for, you know, my life and It wasn't until shortly after that that I came across you on social media, on Instagram. And through all that, kind of the backstory is through Instagram, I guess you could say I was fangirling you (laughs) (laughs) a little bit at the moment. You're so sweet. Um, Because one of our mutual friends on Instagram was actually how I came in touch with you was through um, the Bocce Box. Yes. And that is so crazy in itself, just those connections, because you were recently Uh on um, an interview with Carla Shelley's, who is the founder of the Bocce's box and Bocce's place. And um, you guys were on there talking about your book and just the Bocce's box that comes out every single month and all that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And so When I started following Bocce's Box last year in 2019, I believe it was that you were hosting one of their events to let other women and some of your friends that live in your area know about the Bocce's Box. Yep. Yeah. That is so crazy. And I um, actually had just come out with a little button. That says hope on it and reached out to them, the bocce box and said, Hey, I love what y'all are doing. I love what you're about. I would love to donate 250 of those hope buttons for your bocce box. If that's something you're interested in. And so sure enough, they did it. And then. I saw you were there and I was like, who is this Sherry Lynn chick? (laughs) (laughs) And so I wanted to just learn more about you and connect with you to see, you know, who you were, where you were going. Because I knew that just following you through a period of time on social media. And that kind of thing, I was like, she is successful. Like, I love the things that you stand for through your faith and your family and even your career. And we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight with the hashtag called you can do hard things. And I just, that's kind of my journey on how I Uh met you and started following you through all of that, which the connection. I love that. Yes. They're just crazy. Crazy. And um, I even mentioned to you, it's so funny because after I started following you, that was like between six or eight months later, you know, I was still talking, you know, watching you, liking your posts and everything. And then I was like, man, you know, this girl has it going on like in so many different areas, but the Lord had really put it on my heart for a particular season that I had stepped into to really do something that I had never done before. And I was like this is hilarious because too, when I was like kind of going over some things for tonight's podcast, and then the hashtag is you do hard things. I was like, this is Mm -hmm. totally where I'm at right now. Um,
1: I love that the Lord, he like stretches us and he knows right when he's like, okay, I'm about to take you through a new season and grow you. (laughs) Yes, absolutely.
0: I was just like, I want to do something that I've never done before, Mm -hmm. which was the business world. And putting myself out there and just learning and reaching for new goals and dreams Mm -hmm. and all of that. And I told the Lord, I said, okay, God, if Sherry Lynn reaches out to me one more time on social media, I am going to jump all in and I'm not going to look back. And sure enough, three days later, after I said that you DM'd me and asked me, Oh my goodness! See, and I didn't even know that part. Yes, I love. (laughs) Yes, and so that's kind of the back story of on my end with all of that. How we had this Mm -hmm. connection, and um, you know, just started doing everything that we're doing together. And
1: I'm just super
0: excited about it all.
1: Oh, me too. I just love that. I mean, and it's neat. I love the Lord just puts the right people, you know, he just
0: connects us and aligns us with certain people at the right time. And it's so cool to see how God works. Yes. It's awesome. Okay. So I told you like kind of before we get into like the nitty gritty of the Mm -hmm. podcast and everything with the hashtag, um, we kind of like to get to know you a little bit more. So we have some fun questions. And I was laughing at myself because one of the questions on here was, what's your favorite coffee drink? Oh yeah. And I was like, I can't believe I asked that girl that because we all know it's skinny brew. It is. It is. I'm like, it is skinny brew
1: all day, every day. I wish I could drink it at night, but it gives me so much energy. I'd be up all night. I I I Yes. I wake up in the morning thinking about my skinny brew. I'm like, I've never had a coffee in my life that gives me that kind of energy. Yeah. And just it's (laughs) it's it's the best.
0: (laughs) Okay. So since I love skinny brew now and, um, you know, I've been taking it and doing it for about five or six weeks and I am so addicted. And before I actually did skinny brew, I was like, in love with Starbucks. Like I had a really bad addiction uh-huh. to Starbucks where I would go like uh-huh. every day. And sometimes it just depended on how the day was going. My husband would ask me to go again at night. So sometimes it was twice a day. Twice yes. a day, And then <laughs> oh I goodness. was introduced to the skinny brew. And I was like, girl, I have not been to Starbucks. And it like five since five weeks, I've started the skinny brew. I have not been to Starbucks except for two times now. It's- I know
1: I it's crazy because I would rather have the skinny brew. There's At times time. in the morning my husband's like, do you want me to like run to Starbucks? I'm like, no, <laughs> like I, I want my skinny brew. I'm like, maybe later and I'll have a tea, but not, no, not in the morning. Never. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So oh. we'll kind of skip that question because we already knew that answer. But um, the first question I wanted to ask was since the whole like, COVID-19 and quarantine and all that Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. has kind of been like for you maybe even your family like your saving grace routine or maybe it's even like a product during quarantine that you're like this is like totally got me through all the upside downs in the world right now
1: you know okay so
0: obviously I would still say
1: once again skinny brute has given me energy because it was crazy When I was trying to distance, do distance learning with both my daughters um, who are (laughs) seven and I have an eight year old that's almost nine. So my, yeah they, that was hard with them. And then the, my son, JJ, he's a baby, he's one in diapers. And then I was working from home and my husband's working from home and it was crazy. So definitely my skinny brew once again was amazing because it gave me energy. Um, but honestly, another product that I love hope, um, that even during quarantine, cause you know, I mean, for some reason, I felt like my eating habits were a little not as great during, <laughs> <laughs> during this, because I was just snacking and I was like, you know, it was almost like just, I don't know, we're just inside, um, just celery. And what it is, is I used to juice organic celery stock and then it works came out with a just celery, um, organic it's dry, freeze, cold pressed celery. And you just put a scoop of it in water and drink it. And that's like what I drink every single morning. And it, ha- it helps me so much not be bloated. Um, it just, it helps. I mean, really with the bloating and just how, ha- Oh, my skin, you know, the celery is like one of my products you have to have every day. I'm like, I have to have my skinny brew coffee. We've established that. But I also, I have to drink my just celery and my youngest daughter, she'll make it for me every morning. And it's just helped. I mean, you know, I might've put on a little bit during the
0: quarantine (laughs) time. Luckily I've been able to shed what I added on um, weight wise during that, but I favorite things that you love to do. And it could be anything, a hobby, or maybe it's something that you Mm -hmm. even having your normal rhythm of day.
1: Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, like my very favorite thing is to get to travel and see different places. And I, like my dream board is full of all these places that I want to go. And my girls kind of have that love for travel too. So we're always putting, you know, things on the dream board. That One of my daughters really wanted to see the Golden Gate Bridge. So a couple of years ago, we went and did that. And another one of them wanted to see Disney World. So that was on there. And we actually had a trip to Paris because both of them had put Paris like three years in a row on their dream board and that was actually supposed to be in July and we had to cancel it but we'll reschedule that but I love seeing new places um, and traveling and that's something that's just I've loved it since when I was a kid I always had all these places I dreamed of going and you know my family didn't travel there's four kids and things are just you know tight uh, financially but (laughs) with my kids I love that my daughters love traveling because I do so you know when my husband, he for a long time had never seen New York City. So that was fun. We got to take him a few years ago. Now we go back there often. But so I love traveling. But then something else that I like to do is just, and this happened a lot um, during just the whole quarantine time. And it was kind of just the silver lining. Yeah. But we just started to take so many evening family walks together. And that is like a highlight of just something more Aww. simple. Just, you know, we pushed my son in his little car, like, you know, one of those little cars that for infants, you know, that you walk and my daughters would either walk or ride their bike or their little razor scooter. And we would just walk in our neighborhood around this little like lake that's there <laughs> um, and look for the ducks. Cause JJ is obsessed with ducks, you know? So we would look for the ducks and the bunnies. Sometimes we'd see bunnies hopping around, you know, but that was just such a, so, so yeah. simple just going on a family walk. But we became so much more intentional with that because we weren't running around and the whole hustle and bustle. And so every evening we would go on a... Um,
0: The heat's getting high, Um, but man, we... Oh, that is great. I love that. I love how people have kind of slowed down a little bit during quarantine to focus on you know those truly goals and the things that they love about their families and have that one-on-one time with them a little bit more too that is so great okay next question would be this and this is kind of like a deeper question yeah. I guess you could say yeah um, exactly. if you could go back in time like maybe five years ago what would be one tip that you okay. would tell yourself now You know, I would just say to walk in
1: that God confidence, you know, of knowing I'm a child of the King, those dreams that are on my heart, they're there for a reason. And I don't need to worry about what anybody else thinks, you know? And I think no matter what age you are, whether like when I think back of my life, whether it was like those elementary school years or those junior high years or those high school years or young adult years or, you know, and we're always, and I even sometimes hear my daughters say things, I'm like, girls, it does not matter what anyone else thinks, like you get to be you. But I think we're just so concerned about what other people think of us. And I would just tell myself, unapologetically, boldly be you, don't worry what someone else thinks about that business you started or what they think about the way you're parenting your child. All that matters, you know, is, is, is what you think and is what you're doing pleasing to God. Are you walking in his perfect will? And so I think that is one thing that I know I've struggled with all throughout my life is, you know, worrying about the opinions, the thoughts of others when at the end of the day, that doesn't matter, you know? And so I would probably just tell myself.
0: Yes. I love that. That is such a good point. I love that line about unapologetically be you God's calling you to be. Okay. So we're going to switch gears into the hashtag and it's called, you can do hard things. And so Before we actually got into this, I told you that we had already kind of like let our listeners and followers know, like kind of we pre-recorded the bio information on you. So they kind of have an idea about who you are and what you do. Um, But what I wanted to kind of mention here as we shift gears in the hashtag, you can do hard things. You know, you're so many different hats, like so many women out there. You're a wife and a mom of three kids and. You're an entrepreneur, and you le- help lead a multi-million-dollar business. And I love that you're passionate about what you're doing, where you're going, and you—you you mentioned that you have a book coming out um, called "You Do Hard Things," and it's basically talking about how to ditch the excuses in our lives and achieve whatever dreams and goals that we have. Can you talk to us a little bit about that, like backstory and? how you ended up coming up with the title and just like anything about that hashtag that you want to share on that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, it, it kind of evolved and it was a few years evolving, I guess, the whole story of how the book kind of got brought to life, but probably in, in my company, I had started a direct sales company. My daughters, they were one and two years old. So they were little, both, you know, um, babies and my husband and I had gone from, um, you know, me being a stay-at-home mom, and then we were kind of living that, yeah, um, paycheck to paycheck life. I guess you could say just that, like paycheck to paycheck life, and things were hard. They felt hard. And when I ended up joining um, this company, I wasn't sure what I was getting into, but I just kind of I dove in and I joined, and I went all in and I was going after this goal and I remember just praying in the shower and I was just like, Lord, I want to, I want to hit this goal. I want to hit this promotion. Like, what do I need to do? And I guess like probably some mothers, you might be, can relate to this as well, but the only silence I ever had was in the shower. So I did a lot of praying and thinking and planning yeah. in the shower. Um, even if it meant one of my kids was in like the walker, what was it like a saucer, you know, like they were kind mm-hmm. of like in a play pin, but just, you know, the life, um, But I, you know, he put on my heart, the Lord really put on my heart. You have to see it, believe it, pray for it, work for it. And I, quickly got out and wrote down those things you know see it believe it pray for it work for it and I remember sharing with my husband I really felt like the Lord gave me this word that like I'm going to be able to accomplish this goal but I have to see it I have to believe I have to pray I have to work you know and I had some different scripture that came to my mind with each of those four things and so I put it in the <laughs> notes section of my phone and I just wrote see it believe it pray for it work for it and I remember just later you know a couple weeks later saying I think one day I'm gonna write a book about that John see it believe it pray for it work for it." and he's like hey maybe you will. And so throughout the years, I would hear stories or there'd be a verse. And I would always just, I'd have this like running little notes section in my iPhone where I would add things for this future book and years would pass. um, And finally, last summer, Hope, I was listening to an audio book by another author. And he was just kind of talking about, you know, you got to stop saying tomorrow and you just have to start whatever that thing is, just start. And It just, on my heart, I I couldn't shake like the feeling of, man, I've started so many things. I've accomplished things, you know, and I've done them because when I set out to do it, I do it. Like I refuse to quit. I'm like all in, you know, but I kept thinking, man, that book, I've never, I have this dream of writing a book that I've never started because I've been too scared to. And so- I just decided last summer, I'm like, I'm doing it. Like, I don't care that things feel hard right now, you know? Um, and, and because once again, things felt hard. I had a baby JJ, you know, was not even one year old old yet. And I had my two daughters and just, you know, run a business and I could give you the hard things, but we all have the hard things in our life. Every single one of us, whether you have kids, whether you don't, whether you're a stay at home mom, whether you're working, like life is hard, you know, and you know, but I just had to start. So I just began writing the book and just sharing some of my testimony of just different kind of hard things I had overcome from an eating disorder I battled for years um, when I was you know a teenager to I was dyslexic and I have a bunch of learning disabilities and I couldn't read to like my second time in third grade yet when I wanted to go to college Um, I'll never forget my first semester deciding I'm going to get straight A's after the professor sat there and talked about what a straight A (laughs) student was, what a B student was, what a C student was. And I sat there and was like, I know school is so hard and I've struggled my whole life. I have to get straight A's. It's going to be hard, but I can do it. And I set out to do it. (laughs) And, And that might sound so silly because that was my dream, right? Not your dream. Because some people are like, who really cares if you get A's or B's or C's? I don't know. But to me, I cared because I felt, you know, I felt dumb most of my life, really. And so I wanted to show myself I could. And I ended up graduating, you know, with my undergrad in psychology with straight A's, magma cum laude. And so just throughout my life, all the different times I did those hard things. When I started, you know, my business with my girls were little and how I built it to what it is. It was just, you know, those things that I... I, I knew that I could do them with the Lord on my side. And so that's kind of how the book came about. And so I thought it would be called see it, believe it, pray for it, work for it. But that is all yeah. there's a chapter on all of those things in there. And it ended up after it was all said and done and I was done writing it. I'm like, no, this book needs to be called you can do hard things. And,
0: you know, and it's just about going after those dreams and kind of letting go of the excuses that hold us back, yeah, have different goals or visions or dreams for our own lives. but you know. We know this scripture where it talks about the enemy comes in to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to come in and rob us any way he can with our words or our thoughts, our emotions, our fears, all these different things, mm-hmm. so that we don't do those hard things in the natural to try to almost forfeit those dreams that God has put on our heart. What would you say, you know, to somebody that is like, Hey, Sherry Lynn, I have this goal, this task, this dream mm-hmm. that I'm really wanting to accomplish and hit, but, and they keep throwing that line in there, you know, cause when I hear the word, but <laughs> this, is, this is, just me, but immediately I think that's your excuse before you even say the excuse. Um, what would you yeah, say? Uh-huh. You know, you mentioned one of those, um, you have 12, those excuses in your book. What is one of those mm-hmm, that really mm-hmm. stands out to you that you were able to quit making that excuse and move forward towards those goals?
1: Well, you know, the first one, I think, um, it's actually chapter one yeah. is about just starting. And that's what I would say. Cause I feel like so many times everybody has that thing or those things and that they want to do that. They want to do that, whether it's to start that blog, get their real estate license. Maybe they've always wanted to host a Bible study or they've wanted to, you know, write a book or they wanted to start the podcast or, I mean, whatever it is, go yeah. back to school. I mean, but there's always the things, you know, that hold us back. And yeah. we just have to decide to kind of start like not even kind of, we right. have to decide to just let go of those excuses and just, start and say, you know what? It doesn't matter what things look like. There's never going to be a perfect time. I feel like the time is now it's for such a time as this, because you could go through your whole life waiting for this perfect time that doesn't really exist. You know, and I would venture to say most of the time, I think it's the right time is now it's, it's really is right now. Yeah. you know we just we just let everything and 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 sometimes it's fear it's, it's not even that things <laughs> yeah. are busy it's fear maybe it's fear cuz you failed at something before that's okay i would say if you're not failing you're not doing anything cuz we all we fail forward you know or maybe it's fear kind of what i mentioned was something i would tell my um, I would tell myself five years ago is don't, maybe it's the opinions of others. You can't let the opinions of others, what others think, hold you back. The number of times I hear people say, I want to do this, but yeah. my friends or my mom, or, you know, like you just gotta you know not worry about that. And, you know, sometimes it's their, their past a lot of times things from our past, we let those things hold us back. But I think just regardless, regardless of what someone has said to you, what you've maybe said to yourself, you know, what's happened. Yeah know how crazy the time may seem the season may seem i think at the end of the day hope i would say you just have to start you know i picture a race and you're at that starting block and you know the the gun goes off and you've just got to put one foot in front of the other you know and maybe you don't start out sprinting that's okay and you're
0: and you're walking and then you're jogging and then you start to catch your calling that god is you know equipping all of us to discover and then run and it makes me think of a scripture in Hebrews 12 where it talks about you know in order to run this race that is set before us we have to lay aside every weight um, and you and I both know I mean personally I'm not a runner <laughs> per se but <laughs> when <laughs> when you're in mm-hmm. a race, you know, if you have weights that are strapped onto you, it sometimes can be yeah, harder to accomplish not <laughs> what you need to accomplish and make it to the finish line. And in Hebrews, it talks about to lay aside every weight. And that could be anything. Like you said, it could be fear. It could be rejection. Mm-hmm. It could be an image that you view yourself or whatever that looks like. And God says that he wants us to lay that weight down so that we can fully Run this direction and this purpose with our life that he's calling us to run. And I love that because when we're running in that race, like you said, so many people hold on to their past and you and I both know that when we're trying to go somewhere and look forward in life, it's hard for us to go forward in life if we're always looking backwards. You, I have to say, I was just telling my husband the other day, I'm like, Sherry Lynn is the most greatest cheerleader of confidence I have mm-hmm, ever met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, she just, <laughs> whatever she makes her mind up to do, she is going to do it. And it doesn't matter, like you said, what people say Aww, or what they're feeling, you. you know, all those kind of things. I mean, you just get in there just through the business side of it that I've seen and getting to know you through so many different zoom calls and things like that, that you do with the business and everything. I'm like, she just makes you want to raise your goals and raise your standards and get in there and knock out whatever you need to knock out and to know that there is power in your words. And that that's one thing I've really seen and learned um, and gleaned, if you will, from you when you're having a challenge to do these hard Mm -hmm. things, even within myself, I'm like, you know what? Sherry Lynn said I could do this. I'm going to do this. (laughs) Um, But if you say that you can, and you're keeping that vision out in front of you, then you are able to do the most difficult thing and the hardest thing that you ever dreamed of in your entire life. So Mm -hmm. I just love that. I, um, As we get ready to kind of close, I know I don't want to take up too much of your time because I know you have your family and quiet time and all that too. But I am just so thrilled to have gotten to know you and just learn about you as an individual and a woman and just all the different hats, like I said, that you carry. You're such an inspiration, and I'm super excited about your book coming out. It's coming out in August, right? It will
1: be. It will like release August 4th. Um, and so it'll be available on Amazon and there'll be an audio you can get on audible. And so that's the actual release. I do have some advanced copies. I think we're like 80, 90% out of those that I was able to get. Um, but you can order and they're actually shipping like today, yesterday, tomorrow. So, uh, I was able to get from the publisher, some of those just cause for some friends and family, you know, just some advanced ones before the actual release. Site too. So you can, you can find me, I'm on Facebook, Sherry Lynn Alcala and then Instagram um, at Sherry Alcala. And so I'm there. And then um, my website, you can the book.com. And so, yes, I'd love for you to follow along. And it's been, it's been a fun process, the writing the book and now getting to launch the book. And, you know, uh, if, if you want to even take it a step further, I have a launch Facebook page for anyone that wants to be a part of my launch team for the book, just to help spread the word and the message. Um, my, my prayers just, you know, when people are like, well, why the book? It's like, because I feel that there are so many women out there hope that have these dreams in their heart, you know, but they put them on the back burner. For too long, because I think just as women, we're so busy, oftentimes serving everyone else, that we forget yeah. about those dreams that we have for ourselves. And so it's like t- it's time to take the dreams off the back burner, bring them to the forefront, and just go. You know, you're not too old, you're not too young, your best days aren't behind you. You know, someone else hasn't already done the thing. It's for you to show up and change your world. And so um, I just pray that the message gets out and that women would be inspired to redream. That some of those dormant dreams would be reignited you yeah, know
0: you are a jewel and i'm taking you and your family and your life and your business and can't wait to hear all the great things on that and i'm just happy too that the lord has brought our paths to cross each other and just cheer each other on whatever he's asking us to do we're in it to win it 100 percent. you and your friendship and oh thank you for having me on Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast, Straight Talk with Hope. If you enjoyed today's episode and it spoke to your heart, go on Apple iTunes and leave us a review and a rating. We love to see what you guys are saying about the podcast as well as sharing them on your social media platforms. If you wanna learn more information about who we are, what we're doing and where we're going, check out HopeLamberson.com. You can also access us and follow us on all of our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook, as well as YouTube. And let me tell you about something new that we have on Facebook. We have a private group open to anybody that is wanting to join the private group called Straight Talk with Hope on this group page for Facebook. It is basically downloading devotionals, messages, topics you guys want to discuss, where we have conversations with each other who are in the group. I look forward to seeing you on there and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Remember, regardless of what you've lost, that there is still hope for you. We'll see you back here on the Straight Talk with Hope podcast.